Hey everyone, it's Doc from Bros and Dragons, and I wanted to tell you guys about an amazing company that we are proud to support throughout our whole corporation, and that is Wormwood. The quality and commitment this company has is amazing and supports all nerd endeavors. There is only one acceptable outcome for their craftsmen, a product that they can take personal pride in and absolutely satisfied customers. If you are unsatisfied with your product for any reason at all, they will fully refund or replace the item free of charge. They always guarantee their products. Whether you're looking to buy deck and card boxes, dice vaults, hero vaults, dice towers, personal or tabletop dice trays, or some other accessories such as card sleeves, dice, tile trackers, leather play mats, or more, this company is top of the line. They even do custom orders. They call the wood that they use Core 16, and I encourage you to go to their website for more information on this. So when you are in the market for tabletop or nerd gaming needs, think Wormwood first. Before we get started, we would like to give a shout out to BattleBards. BattleBards.com has background ambiance, battle sounds, and much more. Bring your tabletop venture to life with BattleBards.com. There are things in the night your nightmares will manifest into reality as they find their way into Doc's imagination. The The mind has has many many horrors. horrors. We We all Through our imagination, we are free, and we breathe in its embrace. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmarish dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons Podcast. I'm your dungeon master and host, Daniel Doc Gentry, and our players are... Kylie, I play Grogon the Smasher, a male half-orc fighter. Keith Ross, I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Tom Benson, I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Let us adventure on. Tom, what happened last time? So the last time was we went from wherever to the port to try and get the ship back. Yeah. Right? That one? Yes. Yeah. Shit, we fought some frog creature things. We decided to go back to get the ship back. We ran into a ranger who stayed outside of town. Everybody else went in town. Found Fidget. Talked to him. He was making some money with the ship. Uh, He needed more help. Somebody decided to stay. I don't remember who. Daphina. Daphina. And that's about all I remember. Anybody want to fill in the gaps? Sure. A little bit. (laughs) Uh, One of the... The most heart-wrenching moments was when Morthos decided that he was going to stay behind and help repair the Temple of Justice. Uh, no! 
Oh, oh my god. Oh yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh other than that, there was at the very end three figures in an alley that had watched us. Uh they nodded to themselves after some unknown thing happened with us and then walked back into the alleyway and disappeared. We are currently heading toward Rangio. No. Rangio. No. Not yet. Not yet. That's that's the plan though. <laughs> so you're in this bustling town of Pirates Port. There are shops, there are markets, there are people selling all over the place. There are inns. You have gold now. What do you want to do? Buy a falcon? Oh, not this again. Are you gonna name it potato? I think it should be a requirement <laughs> that if he does buy a falcon, it has to be named Or or tater. Tater. I don't think this world has falcons. <laughs> Let's look. <laughs> I'm gonna buy potions. So you go into the potion <laughs> shop. Who else okay. is going with you? Not Alicia's me. going. I'm also gonna buy uh, rations and um, water skins because apparently she's got none. Because that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know who played Alicia before. Man. Someone who didn't care. <laughs> So you walk into the store and you hear the bell. And the little guy behind the counter looks at you and goes, Yes, yes, customers. Come on in. How can I help you today? Uh, hey, how's, how's it going there? Uh, looking to buy some potions? Oh, yes, I have many potions. Many potions. Are you looking for my growth potion for, you know, playtime with the women? Uh... <laughs> I'll look over at Alicia and then just be like, uh, yeah. And then louder, no, I don't need anything like that. I'm just here for health potions. Yeah. And he yeah. turned around and he grabbed two green potions as he turned around. And you say that he goes, oh, I must have misunderstood you, sir. Sorry. And he turns around and puts them back. I'll be back. But health potions for now. Yes, yes, I have uh, I have quite a big selection, and he pulls out a rack, and there are three lines of potions. The ones in the front are lighter red, the ones in the middle a little darker, and the ones behind are very dark. And he goes, I got potions of cure light wounds, um, potions of what we call moderate, and and then I've got serious. Which one would you like to purchase today? What are the prices? Um, the, uh, cure light wounds as always go for 50 gold. The, uh, moderate potions are a hundred and the serious ones are about 500 apiece. How, how much exactly is a serious potion going to heal? Me? More than a light, sir. Does it regrow arms? Um, are you planning on losing a few arms? I do have potions no, around here. And he starts digging in a box. I might have one. Let me hold on. Let me find one for you. And no, he no, no, comes never, up never, with this brown potion that literally looks like it has fecal matter floating in the water. He's like, here it is. Here it is. No, this I'm one good, will man. grow you no, some arms. It's okay. I'll take four of the light potions. and. Three of the medium, the moderates. Okay, that'll be 500 gold, sir. And he'll give it to me. Uh, would you like a bag for that, sir? Uh, no, I've got a backpack. See it right here? Oh, okay. 
Thank you very much. Um, what about the lovely lady with you? What is that, your sister? Who? I will kill you in your sleep. <laughs> I'm like, who? I look around and I don't see anybody. Else. Joke's on you. I make potions. I never sleep. <laughs> well played. I'm going to take four potions of Cure Light Wounds. Okay, young lady. That'll be 200 gold. Hands over 200 gold. Would you like a bag? And he pulls out. Now you see it. He's got this brown bag, and it has the name of his shop, Oliver's Emporium, on it. And he's like, are you sure you guys wouldn't like to have a bag you could carry around and show everybody else? What's it pay? Well, well nothing. It carries your items. I have a backpack for that. So I'm giving you free advertisement. I'll just put it away then since everybody just wants to buy and get out. Apparently you're not coming back here because you wouldn't, you'd be more supportive to make sure the shop was here. I just spent 500 gold. Yes, you did. Thank you very much, sir. That's more like it. Give me a damn bag. Oh, all excited. Oh, here you go, madam. Thank you. I'll, turn and walk out (laughs) okay anybody going to any other shops yes i need to buy rations and um water skins uh sure you will find uh not shops but like little kiosks and they have everything that you need and it's just the book prices go ahead uh your character's here kylie would you like to do some shopping the ever so fancy grogon the smasher will enter the daintiest tea shop in town you enter, and there's a very burly guy behind the counter, and he goes, Grogon, good to see you, good to see you. Would you like your regular? This suits Grogon just good, just good. Holds up a, a pinky out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pack it up for you. It'll be the regular five gold. Give him the five gold. And he gives you a very large bag of your favorite tea. Oh, what a nice guy. <laughs> I put in a little extra. You're one of my favorite customers. Oh, stop it, you. I did a little hand wave there, but you can't see it. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to uh, get. New favorite character. You all group up as you had planned before you went on to go shopping. And you are getting ready to leave. And it is on you to do what you need. Who are you looking at Grogon? Oh, me Grogon Smasher. At your service, of course, extends a hand to possibly shake and or kiss it. I'll put my hand out, say that I am Alicia. I'm going to give it the biggest, fattest, wettest kiss ever. (laughs) Okay. Well, if we're heading out, we need to go meet back up with Tom's character, Xandra. As you're heading out of town... Somebody bumps into Captain Firewell and says, oh, excuse me, excuse me, and he keeps walking away. I would assume that the captain is street smart enough to maybe, like, think to to check his pockets and everything. Perception. Fifteen. You look through your pockets and you find, you know, crumpled up pieces of paper. You're not sure where they came from. You find three copper you didn't know was in there. It must have been in the last load that you put in the washer. (laughs) Is... Is the stone of grounding still there? I hope you're not carrying it around in your pocket. Oh, I don't. I'm not exactly sure what he bought. I think you would have put it in your backpack. Are you gonna uh, take all your stuff out and look? Not my backpack. No. I'm just checking my pockets. As long as the, there's nothing super obvious missing, 
Or is there something maybe added? Well, give me a history check. 19? Yeah, you have three crumpled up pieces of paper, but you don't know where the third one came from. Uh, I'm gonna uncrumple it and read it. It says, and nobody else knows this but the captain, don't say anything, the watchers are watching. And then it's just signed, a frown. I'm just gonna kind of like open the other pieces of paper real quick, look at them, and like kind of shake my head and shove them back in my pocket. One of them is a doodle that you did when the queen was talking and you weren't really paying attention. Okay. And then the other one is a note. It says, remember to ask Morthos about things we've missed on our quest. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll continue on our way. Okay. You head out of town and you end up at the spot where you left Xandro last. Do I see him? I don't know. Do they see you, Xandro? Yeah, I'm probably sitting off on... Leaning against a tree somewhere. I didn't get you anything in town. I didn't know if you might need anything or whatever, but you're, I, I'd be willing to share my stuff. Oh, so you're ready to go. Well, do you need I, anything? I'll gladly run back and get you something. That should be good. Uh, no, I think we need to... We, we should probably get out of here as, as soon as possible, and I'm kind of just, like, giving Alicia a, a look of warning. Um, what's wrong, Cap? Uh, nothing. We just... Places to be. It starts, this is a bright sunny day, and you start down your path. As you're leaving Pirate's Port, you're heading towards the town of Rangio, I hope? Yeah, that was the plan. The sky becomes overcast. It becomes very dark out. You know it to be mid-morning, but it the clouds are blocking out the sun, and the wind starts to kick up, and it's howling. It's not stopping or impeding you any, but it is making it difficult for you to hear each other. Hold me, Cap. I'm cold. You'll be okay. It's not that bad. You'll, you'll be... Uh, Xandro, what made you decide to, to come with us? To explore more of this kingdom. Hey, I, I got one for you, Xandro. Why yes. wouldn't you go into Pirate's Port? It's too many people. So you don't like people, but you want to come on an adventure with us? Well, I just don't like all those people. There's too many untrustables. Yes, but aren't you scared we're going to run into a big group of people at some point? You might. Fun. I've spent my life avoiding them. It's no fun. Don't you just ever want to meet people and have... I've met people. I've had conversations. I usually find that I don't like them. Good question, Cap. Why are we going this way? And what... Exactly. So what leads you this way? That is a long story. Well, we got two days. Uh, as far as going to Rangio, just got a hunch. I don't know. With everything that happened at Justice, the the issue with time or space or whatever, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But there's something going on. Might be worth checking out. So you're just going to check it out? Well, I mean, yeah, we'll go from there. Starting to get tired. The skies open up and it begins to downpour a very heavy rain. Xandro is fine in the rain in the woods. He knows how to adapt himself. In fact, rain probably soothes his soul. So I'm just curious would the rain just kind of be more like sea spray to the captain? No, this is a heavy rainpour. So, soak to the bone. Okay, got it. Uh, are there any, like, good solid trees with a nice 
canopy that we could possibly get some semblance of cover. Give me a nature check. Nine. Uh, no, you're having a hard time with those torrential rain for you. are not really trying to figure things out. Uh, I'll ask Zandro. Hey, do you think you could find us some kind of shelter? Uh, sure. I can look for some. I'll try and uh, find maybe a big enough tree that we can get under. Uh, um, survival check. And you're not in the mountain. With a 14? Give me any good. You find one that's covering. It slows the rain down. The rain is coming heavy, but you do find something that at least you can get some sleep under and you won't be freezing when you wake up. I'll take first watch. Last. Sorry, are you guys saying that out loud? Uh, yeah. Dandro will say, okay, I'll take everything in between. Okay. So is there a branch low enough that I can climb up and sit in? Oh, yeah. And you are super comfortable up there. You, You know, this rain is great. You don't see quite a lot of that in the mountains. I'll just go into a trance the entire time. And that's fine. So I think Captain goes to sleep. I rolled for you. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, after that, I'll, I'll go to sleep. I'm going to take my shield and kind of put it over my head. And just keep the rain out of my face. Okay. You trying to go? Oh, you don't wear armor. Okay. Yeah. Halfway through the night, as Zandro wakes up in his little tree form, he notices that the rain has stopped. But there's about an inch of snow that is gathered, and there is white flakes falling from the sky. So, and the other three are asleep in a bunch. Yeah, they're uh, they're spooning. <laughs> um, I'll be nice enough to. So I'm gonna say the bedroll. It must be cloth, though. It's not made out of like whatever a hell. Yeah, you could cover. You could cover up with it, right? That's what I'm thinking. It may so not. I be could too like throw warm. it over them. Sure. I could throw it over them, and so at least they don't get snowed on so much. <laughs> the next morning, everybody awakes and sees four inches of snow. The weather has stopped, but the snow is still there. What the hell? This is too much white shit for me. <laughs> so is this normal for the season? It is the end of fall, early winter time, so this would not be that abnormal. So if you're asking, Zandro? Uh, yeah, if if I would have no clue, then yeah, I would ask. Well, I'm not so much from this area here, but it is close to winter where I'm from, which is not too far from here. Huh. Okay, then. I mean... It might be a little early for snow. Hey, crazier things have happened. Global warming and all that. Uh, sure. Don't shake your head at me, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, I guess press on? Sure. I'll take my bedroll back, though. Oh! Yeah, you can have that. So I'll try and shake as much of the snow off of it before I roll it up. Sure. You guys pack up camp. It takes you a little bit, and you head on your way. That piece of paper with the note on it, I'm going to pass it to Alicia. So Alicia gets it, and uh, as she goes to read it, you hear... Dad? From her? (laughs) The fuck? Looks around. Perception check. Knock an arrow, look around. Which direction is it coming from? Where'd you get on uh, your perception, John? 22. Captain Firewell's stomach. He's hungry <laughs> oh. as fuck. Oh, that moves shit. me on to my next thing I wanted to say. So as we're walking, I want to keep a lookout for some kind of trail, footprints, 
to try and hopefully maybe bag us some food. Do this. You see a good-sized jackrabbit peek up its head, see you, and start running away. Shoot. Uh, give me an attack roll. 15? Oh, yeah. You hit it, it goes down. Nice. I'll go get it and see if we want to stop to skin it and cook it. Uh, yeah, we can we can stop for lunch. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be big enough for three people, but something's better than nothing or four people. It's a good-sized jackrabbit. Got no, you're good. You got a good-sized jackrabbit there, and sure enough, it, it'll work. While he's doing that, I'm going to read the note. Okay. You remember what it says? Uh, something about they're watching us. Yeah, it said, don't say anything. The watchers are watching. Yeah, that was it. And a- as she goes to read it, I'm, I'm kind of just looking at her and just seeing if she gets what I'm trying to put down here. Would I know who the watchers are? Hmm being as I am kind of part of that whole underground world. There isn't a role you can give me. I know her sheets. That's going to make it high enough for you to know who that is. It's not part of the underground world. But you know that much. It's not part of the underground world. Uh, I'll just shake my head and kind of, like, not now. Uh, kind of folds it, crinkles it however it was given to me back up and goes and passes it back off to you. Alright, after you eat, you guys head out on your way. You clean up camp. <laughs> You start walking down, and uh, again, the sunny day, the clouds come over, but almost instantaneous, a rolling thunderstorm hits you, and it is so powerful, it halves your speed. So what would normally have taken you a day's walk, you only get half a day's walk, or half of that in. And you are starting to get tired as the this storm finally breaks, you realize it is nighttime. This is fucking bullshit, man. Is it dark already? Uh, it is. I, I think the stone of grounding is causing a gravity rift, which is affecting the Earth's atmosphere. So you set camp, because nobody remembers what happened last time. <laughs> Alicia stays up for first watch, and when your watch is over, you go to sleep. Again, the next morning breaks. Nothing happens. No weird weather, no nothing. The sun opens up, and a bright, sunny day is before you. Sunny day, sweeping the clouds away. All right, so we wake up in the morning. Okay. Bright and sunny, you pack up camp. Before you do this time, you get yourself something to eat. Everything goes well. You head out. The whole day, it's nice and sunny. So what are you going to this city for? There's something weird going on. I'm not really sure. It's It's like time has stopped and no obvious reason why. We are looking for an object called the Chalice of Time. And time stop, Chalice of Time. Maybe there's a, something there. Maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know. We were also told in the past that this great evil being is supposed to originate from Rangio or something. I don't know. Doesn't sound like you guys... Really know what you're going there for. It's one of those things where I, I won't know till I get there. But once I'm there, I'll know. Maybe. Kind of like a bunch of shit happened and the captain never paid attention, huh? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Night approaches. You think that you should be near Rangio, but you are still a little bit off. Maybe we should break and make a good camp this time? Sure. I'll go gather up some firewood for a fire. Is there any, like, uh, find a good tree that we can kind of make uh, shelter around? Sure. 
You gonna take time to build the shelter this time? Yeah, I think we should. I'll try and make. You know, I mean, I don't want to spend a day making a shelter, but something just to kind of keep the weather off us. <laughs> make a nice little lean-to. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, you go to sleep, then. This time, Captain Firewell and Alicia are smart enough to notice that the elf just kind of takes watch all night, and they don't need to really be there. <laughs> Halfway through the night, though, Xandro, it's a blizzard. Snow is falling so thick. Any questions you got um, for me? I'll try and, like, so how far can I see? Like, can I get, like, maybe about 10 feet from the shelter? Maybe find a place to hunker down and hide, but still. It's just very heavy snow. If you if you oh, go, okay. you know in this, if you go too far, you're not going to be able right. to see the camp again. I want to stay within eyesight and then just keep an eye out, see if I see anything. It goes off without a hitch, but the next morning when everybody wakes up, there is almost two feet of snow on the ground. Holy moly. <laughs> and Alicia wakes up like, I wish I owned a blanket. <laughs> right? Perhaps better make a grocery list for when we get to the next town. <laughs> Did you miss the part where I said the next town is frozen in time? Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I do. I remember this town now. There's a dog about to get his eye shot out. Yeah. <laughs> you begin to approach the town of Rangio. It is three, 300 feet away. And from the distance, it almost looks like the people are moving. I need a perception check. Give me the highest number. How far away are we? Are they me? 300 feet. 21. I hear 21. Nine. You all notice that, well, not you all. Xandro, you just don't <laughs> give a fuck. Uh, you're just walking with these guys. But Captain Firewell and Alicia will notice that it seems like everybody in the town is walking backwards. See? Weird, timey-wimey bullshit as you get closer the people begin to slow down and then stop so i get a question like as we're approaching do i get hit in the face with a ball bearing no <laughs> you're on the other side of town he threw it when you guys oh. approached from the south <laughs> is there well, a one-eyed dog running around if he's <laughs> um well if he went backwards he might have been okay it might have missed him how, how close are we now Still 300? No, you're okay. you're getting I want to take out another ball bearing and throw it. Not at anyone or any animal. Like a wall. Okay. Like a wall. Well, you throw it, and this time it just bounces on the ground and rolls into town. Been here before? Yeah, this is the city I was telling you about that was frozen in time. I don't know. What do you think, Alicia? This is really strange, but um, I think we need to find a shop and maybe get some blankets. Do you really think going into a city... Where everybody's walking backwards is a good idea. I didn't think going after the stone of grounding was a good idea either, but hey, look what we got. Yeah, good point. Let's go. <laughs> Are Let's you gonna, face it, we came this far. We only have know, one choice. I mean, Are you yeah. going in this gate or are you going to go check out what happened to the dog? How, how far of a walk is that? It's the other side of town. Maybe we could walk around and see if, like, maybe the other side of the city. Maybe we could walk around and see if, like, maybe the other side of the city is frozen or something. So what... And I'm telling this to Alicia. Like, I'm kind of saying this out loud. So what if, like, one side of the city is in reverse, one side of the city is frozen, one side of the city maybe fast forward, but I don't know. So you said, at what point did I start noticing people? <laughs> did I notice anything? <laughs> what, Xandro? Like, as you got yeah. really close, you're like, wow, everybody just kind of stopped for some reason. 
So I did see them moving backwards and then stop. What, Zandro? Like, as you got yeah. really close, you're like, wow, everybody just kind of stopped. So I did see them moving backwards and then stop. Were they stopped when I threw the ball bearing? Yes. Well, in that case, that changes things. I see he pushed in. Or at least one of us to test it. Maybe tie a rope around him. Thanks for volunteering, Cap. God damn it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pull out my rope, tie it around my waist, uh, leave one end with Alicia and Sandro, Towards the okay. city. Okay. You walk about 20 feet into the city and you're standing right before your ball bearing. Okay. All of a sudden, everybody starts moving again. Uh, to your right, you hear a woman screaming at the top of her lungs about how she caught her man cheating. There is a naked woman wrapped in sheets standing at the door behind them. Right as she throws the iron skillet at him, though, the time seems to slow. And it stops right before he gets hit in the temple. Hmm. But no effect on me as of yet. Now that you can see. Uh, I guess I'll wave everybody forward. Cool. Why don't you go move that pan so he doesn't get hit in the face before we come in there? He deserves it. Okay. Actually, no. I will go move it. I'll go. I'll, I'll go grab it and move it down so it hits him in the nuts instead. So as you grab it and try to move it down... You pull yourself off the ground. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, never mind then. I'll stay there and hold the end of the rope. (laughs) (laughs) After a while, everything starts going backwards again. People walk behind you. The pan flies back to the woman's hand. Everything just starts moving around. And then after a while, it slows down and stops again. But the whole time, we're still unaffected? It seems to be. Uh, in that case, I'm going to... Uh, I'll untie the rope and wave uh, Xandro forward. I'll, I'll call. I, I think it's okay. I don't know why, but it seems fine. So, in a little bit, we're all going to start going forward again. That kind of seems the pattern, yes. I'll start walking in there. You want me to bring your rope? <laughs> no, I got it. I'll start coiling it back up. So, are you heading anywhere, or are you just walking around town looking at things? Um... Uh, I would possibly say that for now, something out of the ordinary, er, <laughs> like just like so for for the stone of grounding, everything was being pulled down, but the the center of the town above where the stone actually was, like buildings were collapsing, so it was a lot more. Kind of looking at <laughs> okay, uh, you don't see anything. But after traveling around for a little bit, again, time seems to move forward. This time, you're near an alleyway, and you see this boy who seems to go look like he's going in to kiss this girl with his eyes closed, and she moves out of the way as another handsome young lad comes out and goes to end for the kiss. So both boys, right before their lips meet, time stops again. <laughs> Thursdays through Saturdays at 5 Eastern Standard Time. 
Come watch me play everything from Skyrim to Star Trek Online. And if you like what you see, you can also follow me on Twitter at TFFNerd or Instagram at Nicole underscore Palmasano. So make sure you come check me out as I break through all the female gamer stereotypes. And you hear this girlish giggle coming from behind you guys. And as you turn around and you see a beautiful woman behind you who catches your eye, blonde hair flowing as the sunlight shines off of the strands like they were protected by the gods themselves and gleam like reflecting the warm rays. Her eyes pierce you, blue as the perfect summer solstice sky, just watching you all, staring you down from the cart she's leaning on near the edge of the road. I just Uh, stare blankly. (laughs) First thing out of my mouth is, why are you not affected? Oh, I just showed up. I'm just observing. Who who are you? Oh, just a traveler. Where did you come from? I said I'm a traveler. I don't really have a home. I didn't come from anywhere. I'm just a wanderer. What brings you to us? You guys look like a interesting little crew. I figured maybe you could use some, and maybe <laughs> another chick along the way, make another friend. I don't know. I just, you guys looked interesting. But I'm curious about you guys. In the distance, you hear, <laughs> It sounds like it's coming from the keep which is just around the corner in front of you. Time, the, the other, like, the kids are still frozen? Everything else is still frozen. Oh, <laughs> So Wormwood makes these trays. <laughs> Those are awesome. Uh, I'll quickly say to basically Alicia, Zandro, watch her, and I'll, like, kind of take off running toward, uh, toward the sound just to kind of get an eye on it. All right, are you just going to run in? Are you trying to be sneaky? I- I'm going to run up to the corner and then look down, like, can I see the keep from here? Yeah, you see the double doors of the keep, which are slightly ajar. There's some steps behind them, but nothing that would have made that noise. Uh, I'll walk back to, to the others, like, look, I don't know you, but I've got my eye on you. Just don't do anything stupid. I'll turn around and start walking towards the keep. Is everybody following? Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll giggle a little. I'll just giggle a little bit. Oh, don't worry about me. I'll, I, I can fend for myself. I'll be fine. I'll wait till they start walking and then start following all of them. Okay. As you walk up the stairs of the keep, because you know where that came from, you see there's a man sobbing very heavily. Behind him is a woman that's being stabbed in the heart. As she obviously threw herself in front of this blow, the guard is stabbing forward. With a clicking sound, you hear this time, the scene rewinds. The sobbing man gets up and stands in a particular spot. You notice him look around as if to make sure that the scene rewinds as the guard sheaths his sword and everything comes to where it needs to before. The man behind the card seems to have been yelling and comes to an end. And the scene stops again. I really hate you right now because, like, I know time was reversing, so I'm trying to, like, piece that together and then put it in the proper order, and it's giving me a headache. I say, oh, this looks like an interesting uh, little scene. As Bree's character says that, he goes, how are you guys not affected by this? That's what I just asked her. And I just showed up. I don't know anything yet. I just, I'm here for the, I'm here for the entertainment. That's all. I was going to ask you the same thing. How are you not affected by this? He says, listen, if you're not going to take this seriously, and and please just go away, 
This no, is, we're going to take this seriously. This is the gods punishing me. Oh, for Why what? He says, just wait a couple moments and you'll see. Okay. As you guys wait around, of course, as again, time starts. Behind the man, the guard yells, it's evil, Artemis. You can't use such magic here. Take it to crystal. And he trails off as the man squeezes the cup in his hand and closes his eyes. The woman looks from the man with the cup to the guard who is drawing his sword. There's a bright flash of light from the cup. And time starts moving a little bit slower. As it comes to the end, the guard is coming forward to stab the guy with the cup. The woman throws herself in front of the man with the cup and it stops as noticeably the sword pierces the heart of the woman. The man with the cup again begins to cry out loud. He tries to hold her, but she will not move, not even her clothing. And he falls to his knees crying again. And you hear him say, will this horror never end? How long has this been happening to you? It's been many cycles. I am being punished by the gods for my love of magic. What's with the cup? It, it's a trinket that I found in my travels. I was trying to use it to stop time so that I could take my wife away from this place. I know now that if I stop this, that she's gone forever. I know that that sword is piercing her heart because of the single drop of blood that's coming from her chest. Did you try turning it off and turning it back on again? <laughs> he looks at you in horror and says, I can't <laughs> turn it off. She'll die. I'll lose her forever. You've already lost her. I have not. He stands up now. You know, as soon as you restart time, no matter what you do, it's going to happen again. Nothing you do is going to change that, to the best of my knowledge, unless you have a better idea. Yes, at least here in this loop, she continues to be alive, even though it's the same dreadful moment that I have to witness time and time again. At least she is here, alive still. Would you really want her to continue to live, constantly being killed over and over? It doesn't seem really... What do you know? What do you know of loss? What do you know of love? You look like people that don't even settle down. You look like people that just travel around and do whatever you want. This is my family. Um, if I may chime in here, have you tried going back a little bit farther and, I don't know, maybe doing something over and not having her go into the place by the guard or not jump in front of you? I've tried everything. I can't change what's happened. And the further I go away, it just seems like the quicker I get brought back to this place. Where did you um, find this cup? In my travels, it matters not. I think it matters. It seems to be a pretty uh, special cup. It is, because it will keep my love alive until the day I die. But if you told us where you got it, maybe whoever you got it from would know. They're long dead. Maybe there's some kind of remnants. <laughs> no, this is my punishment, and I must bear it. We could just, you know, slice your neck, let you die, take the cup, call it a day. You think you can? Oh, Hold on, hold on. I giggle again. Do you have kids? No. I do understand loss, and I know that it is best to eventually move on and get closure. I understand your pain. You, you got to let it go eventually. I'm trying to persuade him. Sure, go ahead. God damn it. No, that <laughs> why, why don't you tell all the happy listeners what you rolled? Uh, That would be two ones. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> His eyes turn red. You all start to grow, glow a green hue, and then all of a sudden, 
you see him transforming two arms coming from his torso his arms regular start going out further becoming thinner and longer as his claws elongate as well his face turns to what looks like white-haired and a very messed up wolf right as that happens the lights go out as you are covered in magical darkness roll initiative god damn it should have just slit his throat <laughs> uh 24 23 for who captain uh alicia what was yours again four uh xandro 16 18 first react will be captain firewell captain martin firewell I'm going to pull out my great axe and take a swing at him. At disadvantage, but go ahead. Uh, 18. 18. Uh, you luckily do feel it pierce flesh. Give me damage roll, please. 16 slashing. Captain Firewall, what's your armor class? That would be 17. <laughs> By the way, he gets three attacks. Give me a second. God damn it. You feel a claw rip into your front of your skin as it does 16 piercing damage to you. You feel the other one almost deflect off of your shoulder. And as he comes in for a bite, you hear his jaws snap ever too close to your ear, even though he missed. You can hear his heavy breathing. But the next person to uh, react will be Bree. Go ahead and do a firebolt. At disadvantage. Disadvantage? Okay, yeah. This one of them was cockeyed, so try again. Oh, that's probably not going to hit. A 17, or sorry, a 8, I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a big difference there. That's uh, a big difference. That's see, a, well, one one dice said 17. So. You, you hear <laughs> the modifier as you cast it in this magical darkness. Hit the ground, and you know the sound of it missing, as you've cool. heard it before. Cool. Lovely. Xandro! So can I... Use a history check or perception to see if I remember. Was there anything to, like, my left or right that I could, like, roll out of the way? Hmm, give me a history check. Oh, well, that's not great. 13? It was an open area. You could go left and right if you wanted to. I'd like to roll out of the way to the left. As you do, you come out of this orb, and now you see this globe hanging over everybody. Right, so I don't see anybody in it, though. No, weird, right? Okay, just making sure. Now, can I see the guard and the lady? You can see aspects of people. Uh, the lady and the guard, not so much. Maybe the guard back of his boot if you went to the other side, but you don't know that. I'd like to work my way to where I thought they were. Okay, as you come around, you do see the foot of the guard, but that's all you see. Damn. I'm going to hold my action until I see if somebody comes out. That's going to take us to Alicia. Do I? He, is he making any sort of sound, like a movement or anything? Uh, there's people moving all over, of course. Can you hear him specifically? If you give me a nat 20 perception, yes. On roll 20. Oh. All the sound seems to be muffled around you. Like it's intertwining. It's hard to dis differentiate whose movements are what. I'm going to attempt to attack it to where I thought he was. All right. Disadvantage. 11. Roll damage. Ooh. I was not expecting to hit. You get your sneak attack as well. Yep. 11 points. Captain Firewell, take 11 points of damage as you get stabbed by Alicia. Fucking dick. <laughs> Is that all, Alicia? You want to strike anything else? No, I'm done. Okay. You think you have the monster in your sights, by the way. Oh, God. God. 
<laughs> Captain Firewell, though. So as as I'm stabbed, I'm gonna yell out like, just ah! when Alicia hears that, you know definitely you stabbed the captain. <laughs> Sorry, so, Cap. I it, can I still hear the monster breathing in my ear? Like he's right there. He was. It's a battle. Things move around. He's not gonna like stop and let you know where he is. Okay, so I'm gonna assume that he's still right in front of me. Okay. And I'm gonna try to grapple and push him back out of the out of the darkness. So you're gonna reach forward and try to grab him. Yes. Okay. As you do, nothing uh, is there. Okay. Uh bonus action, I'm gonna time being drop my great axe. You're gonna I can't pull anything out. I'm dropping my great axe, yes. I, I can't pull out the, the sword and shield this turn because that's a full action, but Okay, so as you drop your great axe from the left, even with advantage, you feel, because you're in motion, the claws totally missing you, but you do feel them go past you <clears throat> as it bites into your shoulder for 16 piercing wounds. That'll bring us to Bree. We'll go with a fireball this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. Everybody make a dexterity saving roll except for Xandro. God. <laughs> What's our DC to beat there, Bree? 15. Monster got a 14. I know that Captain Firewall failed. That's a nat, that's a nat 1 plus 3. All right. <laughs> 14. Oh. What are you doing trying to kill me? Jesus. Uh, everybody failed, so let's get some damage here. Oh, my gosh. Everyone failed? That's... Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Hey, Keith, what happened the first time you got to play the captain? Wow. Glad you asked. <laughs> I even had to reach in my bag for that last one. I can't wait to hear the shake-up. That's my favorite with this many guys. Yeah. Oh, oh, you won't believe it. All once. All once. All sixes. Do we <laughs> see the fireball coming at us? Almost. Nope. 36. Oh! <laughs> wow. Let's get a head count. How's everybody doing? Fucked. <laughs> well, Doc, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm still up. Hey, just for the record, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you see this fireball literally burst out of this thing because the fireball is bigger than the darkness is. You said, whoa, that was cool. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Sure hope wow. they got out of there. <laughs> Xandra. I'll just, I'll just listen and see. Do I hear any movement? Uh, lots as people stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> or stop, drop, and stop. It does smell like burned dog flesh right now, though. Uh, Xandro, is that all you're doing? Just watching. I don't know if I'm going to need to do a history check on this. The last time they stopped was the sword in the lady? Yes. Crap. All right. The Check darkness out. disappears. You see the blonde with her finger out. <laughs> Doing a finger gun, blow blow on the finger gun. <laughs> and everybody else looking like they got singed pretty good. Is this uh, uh, wolf dog thing still moving around? It's to the left of Martin or Captain Firelord. Uh, can I take a shot at him? Yes, you can. Would a 18 hit him? It does. Is he less than max hit points? Yes, he is. You know who else is? <laughs> 12 points of damage. Okay. As the arrow slams him in the side of the head. 
It looks like it goes inside the head, but after further review, it hit him in the shoulder. Even though it seems to affect him, it doesn't stop him. Do you have a second attack at this level? I do. I would like to take it. That would be a 16 to hit. It does hit. 14 points piercing damage. As it sinks into his flesh near the other arrow, it still seems not to phase him. Son of a... Alicia. Um, I am going to pull out my health potion and take a big old swig. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh, you just got the regular one. Sure. I just got, yeah, regular. Captain Martin Firewell. Pulling out the shield, pulling out the bolo, uh, raging, finally, because I forgot I was a bar-fucking-barian, and I'm going to hit him with the bolo, or try to. You throw, 25. The, you throw the bolo, and what was your DC then? Uh, 14. Nice. Deck. Deck save. It wraps around his one thigh. It doesn't quite get the other leg, but roll the damage. 14. Okay. Then, yeah, I'm just going to pull the pull longsword out as a bonus action. Okay. And it'll be his turn. Xandro, give me a wisdom saving throw. 15. It gets kind of fuzzy. It's hard to remember things. On your turn, I need you to roll 10. You are confused. What the hell? And I'm going to try and cast lightning bolt at him specifically. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I'm definitely not going to hit. Yeah, it's a four. Okay. Sorry, sorry, a six. Okay. Captain Firewell, you're going to be one and two. Alicia, you're going to be five and six. As Captain Firewell takes a right is, is that a straight attack or is that a deck save or what? Oh, you have a dexterity saving throw. Does Danger Sense come in where I have advantage on deck saves against effects I can see? Yep. 22. Oh, cool. You're only going to take half damage. Great. As long as it's not 14. <laughs> You're probably going to die. I'm sorry. But not really. But really. But really. But not really. This is what we get for bringing somebody else into the group. I love that she's got this huge grin. <laughs> All right, not nearly as bad as that first one. 26, have. Captain goes down. <laughs> well, your character and everybody else hears this deep voice. I said, help them, keep them alive. Ugh, fine. <laughs> and I also visibly roll my eyes and look super upset. <laughs> Xandro, you're up. Eight. Oh, the creature uses its action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach. If no, there is no creature within its reach, the creature does nothing this turn. You can run up and do a random. There are one, two, three, four other, well, three other combatants right now. So we'll just do likeness. And you do go for the beast. Does an eight hit? And you miss with your axe. Uh, you get a second attack, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, 16? It does. Hey, look at that. It's the Bros and Dragons. Yay, that Is means that it's a six? six. Oh, okay, six. Uh, six with no bonus, so six. So as he slides, you slash his hand axe. You missed the first one because of the movement of combat, but now you got your eyeball on the eye and the prize as you slice across his back, and he gives out a yell. Very demonic, deep yell. That'll bring us to Alicia. She's going to go after him with his dagger. Her daggers. 24. And you hit, and you get to add your um, sneak attack bonus. 15 points of damage. All right. He screams out, 
As you pull out the daggers, he seems to be leaking a black oozy liquid of some kind, which will bring us to Kevin Firewall. Give me a death saving roll. Oh, one fail. The monster turns around and looks at Alicia. Hits with the first claw. Hits with the second claw. Man, much easier to hit people lower. Yeah. And the bite hits. You want to take a guess? Um, before, can I use Uncanny Dodge? If I use Uncanny Dodge, is that only on one of those or is yes, that on all three? it is on one. Damn. I'll use it on the first. Okay. 40 points of damage as it claws you twice and bites at you and opens up your skin and blood comes forth. Well, fuck you. She's down and uh, down, down, down. As she, as she falls to the ground, her hand rolls into Captain Firewall's hand. And that will bring us to Bree's character. Vampiric touch on that guy. Nice. Oh, wow. A nat 20. Okay, this is great. 6, 12. Uh, and it goes down from your vampiric oh. touch. It melts and the cup rolls out. I say, oh. I'll take that after I do a arcane check. As you go to say, I'll take that, the voice again comes out. No, they must. Fine. Hey, one of you guys, how about you go grab that thing? Tom, Xandro, and everybody, you're out of combat now. Xandro, do you want to do something? Am I still confused? No, weirdly enough, it, everything comes right back to you. You're like, why am I holding this hand axe? But you see I... Martin Fi- or Captain Firewell and Alicia both on the ground. They look like they're bleeding out. I guess if I have to stabilize them, I guess I'll do that first. Okay, two medicine <laughs> checks, please. Oh, great. The first one will be Captain Firewell. 13. You do stop the bleeding. The second one will be for Alicia. An 18. And you stop her bleeding as well. Then I will cast Cure Wounds and one on each of them. Nine and uh, Dafina, holy crap. Uh, Alicia, you get seven. As you guys come out of your state, you realize two things. One, you're holding hands, and two, the chalice is on the ground in front of you. So you know in the movie, like, where, like, the two people realize they're holding hands and they, like, jerk away real quick and kind of, like, brush their hand off? That's what I do. (laughs) I promise I don't have cooties cap. Uh, Zandro, (laughs) you're the healthiest. You turn around and you go to pick the cup up. I need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, good. A whole 15. The world phases out of existence and a voice comes to your head. We can rule the world together and you can hide in any mountain that you would want. Just take me and use my power. You know you're on solid ground, but you it really just seems like you look like you're on the steps of heaven. I will drop it. You can't let go for some reason. Oh. Whatever your deepest desires are, Xandro, we can get them together just by controlling time. Episode 25 will be one year, and that will be a milestone for us, and we are excited to be doing this. Thank you for listening to us, but let's do our outro. You can find John at Chuwu13. You can find Keith at Elmo the Usurper. And you can find Tom at Bros Old Guy. You can find me on Twitter at TFFNerd, which also just so happens to be my Twitch channel, if you guys want to check that out. As always, you can find us at Bros and Dragons on any kind of social media. You can find me at IMDMDoc. Remember to keep it nerdy and live your dream. Later.
you, you holding up that beautiful tray. <laughs> That's some kind of discount for those? Yeah, if you go to Wormwood. Sorry, I tried to quietly. On the front, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say porch. I don't think it's right, but I've been drinking. You know what this is? This is Adam's fault, right? <laughs> There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall to wall, filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, yeah, the did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every fucked up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of fucks and garnished with a crown of Shut the fuck up! How the fuck did we get here? Fuck all that goddamn a jelly bean. So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. This has been a Bros and Dragons production.